think your timer's going off. That is me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to come I thought it? it was you. No, it's you. <laughs> We're leaving that in. Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. Brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder, a Pioneer Library System podcast where we tell you about movies you can get from Hoopla and Canopy using your Pioneer Library System library card. I am Tracy from Norman West, and today I am joined by... This is London, also with Pioneer Library System. Can We're excited you... to talk about movies. Oh my gosh, so excited to talk about movies. You and I haven't done one of these together in a very long time. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Time is strange. The wibbliest, the wobbliest, the timey-wimeyest. That's true. Yeah. But here we are again. Here we are again talking about um, uh, a thing that you and I are both very passionate about. Strange movies. <laughs> B-movies. If we can dig up something weird, or yeah, we'll be kind and say B-movies. We love it. You and I have both talked about B-movies on the podcast with other people before, but we have never talked about B-movies together. It's high time. Anytime I I try to do everyone correctly, and, you know, I'm like, it's time for a documentary, or it's time for this. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I just want to watch a B-movie. Yes, and... um, Someone said, Are, would you set up an episode, Tracy? And I said, Is, if that's what you want, yeah, then I will. Yeah. But so. I told I told our producers what we were doing. <laughs> it's fine. No one said no. No one said no. So um, <laughs> do, you, do you want to talk a little bit about it? What was the first B-movie you saw before we get into B-movies? Oh, gosh. I don't... <laughs> I grew up on like classic horror, like universal yeah. horror, which mm-hmm. I don't want to call a B movie, but I know somewhere in there I was watching like weird creature features. So probably like the killer shrew or something like that. Oh, love that. So yeah, something weird. Yeah. Mine was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Love which it. Which I think is the sort of like Mac Daddy of, oh, yeah. of B movies. So it is the midnight movie. So we're going to talk about some weird stuff today. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about your film? Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. So, okay. Well, you know this, but I'm going to share with everyone now mm-hmm. that I picked. <coughs> uh, drum roll, please. Someone, no. We don't have a drum here. Basket Case. Yes. Had you seen Basket Case before? I had not. We talked a little bit about how there was a, no spoilers, a horror movie that came out last year that was highly inspired by basket case and i was obsessed with said james wan picture um let's come back around and we'll we'll (laughs) share what movie that is because that one is fantastic also but so a lot of the reviews i saw were like oh that's a direct ripoff of basket case and i'd heard of frank Water before they say you know the number varies but they say there's only like seven stories to be told in the world so you know the fact that this is one of the seven though is (laughs) (laughs) this is the most niche of the seven stories in the world so yes uh basket case this is 1982 this is from frank hennenlotter um i i i have a dvd copy of this and i had to take down the tagline from the dvd it says the tenant in room seven is very small, very twisted, and very mad. <laughs> I love it. Um, so we have a young man named Dwayne Bradley. Um, he has checked into the seediest motel in New York City. 
Um, he doesn't look tough enough to be at this hotel. He's so cute. Like, they cast him so, because he's precious, but, like, there's something a little weird Very about unassuming, yeah. but you're, you know something's off with this guy who carries a basket everywhere. Um, I, I guess we're going to ruin this I a think, little bit, probably. I don't think it ruins it, honestly. Like, no. I think it's in the trailers. Yeah. So, um, such a fun lead up in this movie is, I don't know how many times people say, what's in the basket? He's carrying this basket everywhere. Everyone is weirded out by this guy. He's out drinking with a neighbor lady, and mm-hmm. she asks what's in the basket. And, you know, they're having fun, having a laugh. And he says, my brother. And she just thinks it's a joke. Uh-huh. It's not a joke. No. So Dwayne Bradley was born with a, a malformed conjoined twin. twin uh-huh. Who, he, yeah, he's. He I, screams, I mostly. He screams. <laughs> He's <laughs> he is a, a a Michael Myers mask with arms and musculature. It, is it truly a Michael Myers mask? That's exactly what it looks okay. like. So I will say. So his name is Belial. Yes. Am I saying this right? Yes. Which is like a biblical hell demon. I looked it up. So he's a little monster in a basket that Dwayne like. He feeds him hot dogs and hamburgers and keeps a lock on the basket, but. Um, it's his brother. They're, they're trying to get revenge on the doctors who separated them. Yes. And that's kind of the, the meat of yes. the story um, here. A murderous revenge. Yes. So, um, uh, something I like. I, I just love this movie. It's fun. Oh, so fun. So culty. Um, it's also a really tight 91 minutes. That's like perfect for me. If you look this up online, it does say um, it's kind of described as horror or comedy or thriller. Um, I've listened to interviews with Frank Hinlotter, the director. Mm-hmm. He calls himself an exploitation director. Yes. So he's not going out saying his things are horror movies. But, I mean, those elements are certainly there. Um, I've never seen these, Tracy, but there is also um, – this came out in 1982. Mm-hmm. We get Basket Case 2 in 1990. Yes. We get Basket Case 3, The Progeny, in 1991. They both have the same star back, and they're both directed by Hen and Lauder. So I think I'm going to have to track these down now. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I saw there's like, is there three or are there four of them? Uh, three that I saw. Okay. I saw that there were a lot, and I saw that um, the neighbor lady that you mentioned, Casey, who is like my favorite character in the film, who's just kind of like a, like, boozy, fabulous mm. woman who lives next door, and I was like obsessed with her. Yeah, she's because, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, comes back for some of them or, or is in some other Hen and Lauder movies. And I was like, yay. Well, since you say other Hen and Lauder movies, I have to mention um, he did all of these. He did Frankenhooker, which is just a really weird, famous, campy yeah, I creation. I remember that being like an early Netflix film, mm-hmm. like when Netflix didn't have real things on it. And that's where I learned about Frank Hen and Lauder from. Um Definitely, I get the exploitation thing because it is very like, oh, look at this thing that is is weird, and it just so happens to be not necessarily scary, but definitely covered in red paint that is meant to be blood. Yeah, and it will stop you in your tracks, and you will watch it. Uh, so, I think the thing that stops me in the tracks the most about Basket Case, which I would recommend to anyone who is thinking about watching the film, is like, is it just screaming? There's a scene where Belial uh, just stands on a windowsill and screams for like, I think a full. 60 seconds, and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes. So I have run out of time with my segment, mm-hmm. Tracy, because yeah. it's a five-minute film finder. And yeah. I have spent my five minutes. 
um, as my phone wanted to tell us mm-hmm. and Wilhelm wanted to tell us. Mm-hmm. But I, I just want to share. So this is rated R. It is on Canopy, mm-hmm. um, available with your library card. I say check it out. It's a lot of fun to watch with your friends. Oh, definitely. It is a, it is a midnight movie. It's really fun. So I would recommend it as well. And you want to tell us the James Wan movie. Malignant. Malignant. So if you watch Malignant, if you like Malignant, if you haven't watched Malignant, you should. But um, do, do, a double, do a double feature, Basket Case and Malignant. You'll have so much fun. A dream evening. We should do that. Yeah. Let's absolutely. take a break and figure out a time in our calendars okay. where we can do that. Let's just walk away from these mics. <laughs> Hi there. This is Kendall from the 5-Minute Film Finder, and we wanted to take a few moments to share with you some of our other shows brought to you by the Pioneer Library System. StoryCraft aims to give you tips and tricks for inspiration for making storytelling and creative writing a part of your daily life. Are you new to writing? Maybe you're a seasoned writer looking for inspiration to spice things up, or possibly even somewhere in between. Well, you're in the right place. Join our hosts for creative writing workshops and exercises designed to deepen your experiences of all things storycraft. The second show is Folk Tales for Friends. On this kid-friendly podcast, you can get to know our library staff and share some of our favorite folk tales from around the world. Join them for folk tales coming from Europe, North America, and much more. Families are welcome to listen together and learn about the many different cultures from around our world. Our librarians can't wait to share the stories children are told around the globe. All of this is brought to you by the team at the Pioneer Library System. Each show is available from wherever you get your podcasts. You can contact us by email at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. Thanks for listening. All right, and welcome back to Five Minute Film Finder. So London just got done telling us about the absolute delight that is Frank and Lauder's basket case. I want to talk about it more. I think you and I can talk about it yes, more. Yes, but I, there are time constraints here, there unfortunately. There are, yes. That, and I have always been known to follow the rules of this podcast. I've never <laughs> broken them myself. You, you are not a rule breaker. Absolutely not. They call me Tracy the rule follower. <laughs> I, I, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. So. I really wish that would stop following me around. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you ready to talk about my film? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we'll get Wilhelm to start that timer. <laughs> And my film is 1979's Rock and Roll High School. Yeah. Uh, directed by Alan Arkush and somewhat uncredited with Joe Dante, if you are familiar with his work. He did Gremlins, I okay. think, most notably. Um, and this is, I like IMDb plot synopses. I think you know that I do about too. me. Uh, so the IMDb plot synopsis is Ramon's fanatic and delinquent Riff Randall battles it out with a strict new principal at Vince Lombardi High School, Miss Togar, with the help of the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Saturday morning cartoon. It sounds fake. It sounds like when Kiss teamed up with Scooby-Doo right. and like all that kind of stuff. No, this is a real movie from 1979. Uh, it quite lovely stars uh, PJ Souls, who is um, in Halloween, who's in Carrie. So she has some- She's fantastic. Yeah, she has some horror cred. But in this, she is Riff Randall, rock and roller, um, who is- Rock and roll high schooler. Yes. I just like that she introduced herself to the principal. Riff Randall, rock and roller, um, is caught very early on in the movie having taken over the sound system of Vincent Lombardi High. And 
is playing the Ramones. And the entire plot of the film is that Riff Randall is literally too cool for school and is obsessed with the Ramones and gets everyone in her high school Ramones tickets. Where did she get the money? That's what I want to know. She orders a hundred of them. It costs Mm -hmm. a thousand. I guess they all gave them to, gave her money. Okay. She skips school, gets tickets to the Ramones. For three days, she skips school. Passes off increasingly more fake notes. <laughs> Ridiculous notes as to why she's not in school. Yes, and um, and is wanting to get to Ramones um, because she loves them, but most importantly because she has written a song for them that she feels like they have to know, they have to play, that this is how she's going to make it in the world. And then also a lot of other weird stuff happens. So <laughs> I will say, and, and I mentioned this to you a little earlier, there are some things in this movie that have not necessarily aged well. Correct. There are, um, there's definitely a very early John Hughes vibe to this film to me with a lot of like the, or like Fast Times at Ridgemont High that has a lot of that like teen comedy from the late 70s and early 80s that when you watch it now you're like, ooh, that's a little rough. Watch it with that lens. It's like Definitely. watching Animal House today or even American Pie today. You know, kids are trying to get amorous with each other. Yes. Thank um, you. That's such a good way to put so. it. Yes. There is a lot of uh, amorous nature that is sketch at best. Um, but there is also a lot of really hilarious sight gags, a lot of rock and roll. There is there's a full Ramones concert at the end of this film. Um, That's a fair description. Yeah, there's like, because all Ramones songs are a minute and a half long, so they play like five songs in the mm-hmm. 15 million concert segment they have. We did talk about, though, a thing that I think works really well with this film is that it is the Ramones because it is very punk rock. They do like, they do blow up the school at the end of the movie, but they consider some considerably less punk rock people for it. So we talked about Cheap Trick was one of the. Right. And I feel like this does not. Like, I Want You to Want Me doesn't play as well in this film as Teenage Lobotomy. Right. Yes. It worked out for them. It did. I mean, I don't think this is a well-known movie. But they got the Ramones, and I think that element worked for them. Yeah. I had never heard of this before. So I had heard of it. We were talking about a little bit on um, on VH1. I was obsessed with VH1 as a teenager. And I also found out that this was very positively reviewed by Gene Siskel okay. on Siskel and Ebert's show. I can't remember what it's called right now. But Gene Siskel called that this would be like a primo cult midnight movie. He was like, I see this being like Rocky Horror Picture Show. I see this being like that. And I don't think it has quite – it's not – as fabulous as Rocky Horror Picture Show is because Tim Curry's not in it. And it turns out the Ramones can't act. Right. Um, I'm not sure that that shocks anyone. But there is a lot of really fun stuff in this. A lot of actors who you'll kind of recognize and be like, oh, that's that guy. Like we talked about Clint Howard is in this, who's been in a ton of stuff as a that guy kind of person. And you run into him. There's a bunch of weird sight gags with exploding mice. And then also mice that are human-sized. Giant people mice. Uh-huh. And just a lot of weirdness. And I think that that weirdness is um, really fun and kitschy and cool. <coughs> and that's my time. But I think a really good movie to throw on if you're, like, at a party and your friends are into the Ramones, and you want to like be able to go get some chips and dip, and then turn to the screen and go, "What's that?" 
it's a good background party movie. Absolutely so. a good background party movie. Where can I watch this, Tracy? This is available on Canopy. Uh, and I think it's a good time. I think if you're into things like Rocky Horror, things like that, that this would be a fun one to put into your repertoire to show your friends and be like, look, this lady plays rock and roll until mice explode. She looks like Mrs. Trunchbull from Matilda. She does. <laughs> I love PJ Souls, so I was I was signed up right then. Yes. That's all I needed. Yes. It's a good time. It's a, It's wacky. It's fun. It's kitschy. Give it a shot. That's what this whole podcast is about, is us telling you to give something a shot. Well, there's, you know, a lot of the time we're talking about titles that are on Hoopla or Canopy. There's so much to find on there. Yes. Tracy, I think our favorite part of doing this is going looking for odd titles. So It is, and I think that this is one that maybe you haven't heard of that you can give a new shot. I think Basket Case some people have heard of, but once again, like, if you've never given it a go... Give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Just take your library card or come get a library card if you don't have one. Yeah. Access movies, weird movies, or mainstream movies. Or there's there's all movies. kinds of. Yes, you can yeah. watch normal movies. There's totally normal movies. If you have been browsing Hoopla and Canopy and went, well, that's a really weird movie and you'd like us to watch it, or if you have any other uh, comments, criticisms, anything else, you can email us at podcast at li- uh, pioneerlibrarysystem.org. We'd be happy to hear from you. London, thanks for joining me today to talk about some really weird stuff. Thank you, Tracy. All right. Bye.